Hello, welcome to another episode of Tea and Pepper Soup, the podcast. This is Moyatubanya Kista. Today, I will be speaking to you all about the art of consistency. This is something I have been pondering on for some time because I get a lot of questions about how far I'm into my work and how I'm able to navigate certain challenges. Recently, as of a few weeks ago, I was at one of my alma maters leading a session with emerging leaders around the importance of knowing your value as a leader. And during the session, one of the amazing leaders who attended that session said to me, how do you deal with the fact that people may not always think you are worth, you know, being given an opportunity or you don't have the necessary credentials to perform some type of work based on their own perception And I had to pause for a minute because for so long, I've been so blessed to be surrounded by people who truly value me and value what I bring to the table. But I think it stemmed back to this idea of how I've been really able to consistently dedicate my life's work and my time to African women and girls. So when I speak of the art of consistency, I really do mean that it is an art that one must cultivate and really dedicate themselves to. And I'll tell you why it's important to remain consistent. But first, I really want to talk about, you know, consistency as a whole and then some key tenets that I have come to terms with that as far as um, consistency that have really helped me that I call the five C's of consistency. So in the smallest things is what creates the ripple effects for larger things in our lives. This this can be with love, with work, with anything. There is an element of consistency that ultimately makes the real ones finish the race and those who aren't not make it. So the question is, how much grit do you have in the game and what are you willing to fight for? And are you willing to fight for what you deserve. If you are, then you have tuned in to the right podcast at the right time. Consistency is an art. Yes, I believe over the years, I have really mastered certain elements of this art, and I wanted to share the importance of this. You see, I know at times you may think, why do certain jobs look for so many years of experience and all of those things? Why do certain opportunities look for a certain amount of you know, diligence with a certain career or craft. But there's something quite affirming to know that someone has been dedicated and committed to a certain aspect of their work or a certain thing for some time. It even does something for your own self-value when you can think of the things you have remained committed to. Of course, this podcast is in no way suggesting that if you are in any type of a space that is abusive or toxic, that you must remain in it, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a work base, whether it's a business, etc. This podcast is really suggesting that when, for the most part, the environment is nurturing to your growth and there is an end goal, you should stick to it and not quit. I saw a meme the other day that said, the day you plant the tree is not the day you eat the fruit. And I think this really resonates for me with my work when it comes to consistency. 
You see, if you can't commit to the small things, you can't commit to the big things. Even when it comes to faith, God blesses us in the small things, right? And the Bible talks about this, never despise the days of small or humble beginnings, right? So God really looks at our hearts and how we deal with the quote unquote small beginnings that he gives us and then decides to bless us with more, right? So one of the things I always find hilarious is when I meet people who see me excelling in my work and think it is something I just did overnight. No, I wake up every morning and make the decision to serve African women and girls in all areas of my work. From me being kind of a gender and development communication specialist to my work with Girls Empowerment Sierra Leone to my work with Women Change Africa, my media platform, to my work serving on the board for the African Women's Development Fund USA. All those things are intentional and things I have decided to commit to because of my larger purpose of really serving African women and girls and creating those intentional structures and communities to really nurture them. I remember when I started Women Change Africa, it really just started as a blog and that's all at the time I had in my heart to begin with. I wanted to start small, but I was consistent. I was consistent for over a period of six to seven years with Women Change Africa. And working with Women Change Africa and curating stories of 100 plus African women, whether it's through our partner organizations, our partner media platforms or Women Change Africa, has really yielded its own various opportunities for the women that I've worked with, as well as myself. Some of these women have gone on to kind of work and, you know, work with other media platforms and get their features amplified, their stories amplified. Some of these women have gotten opportunities with investor-based programs. And I've had the opportunities to go and speak about my work in places I would have never envisioned. If I wasn't committed to the vision and committed to the work that I was doing and my heart was invested in it, I probably would have never gotten this far where it is now budding into a social enterprise. That didn't start in 2012. It emerged into it because I remained consistent. So there is also something about being consistent that also gives you a certain level of clarity, right? So I want to talk about the five C's of consistency. The five C's of consistency. The first thing I want to talk about is commitment. The first thing I want to talk about is commitment. These are the five tenets of my version of what it means to be consistent. Become committed to something and remain consistent, So consistency is also about being committed. A lot of times I see so many young people trying to do too much. And my advice is just start, but remain consistent and pick one thing. I'm not saying you can't do it all, sis, but you can't do it all at the same time and do it well. Commitment is also about discipline. If you say every morning you are going to jog before you take a shower and go to work, then do just that and you'll see how much your life changes. It's the smaller things that make way for the bigger forms of commitment. Are you in it for the long haul or is this just a passion project for a few months? For me, I can imagine if you're in the field of social impact and entrepreneurship, you aren't doing this for a short run. The next bit is completion. A tenet of being consistent is to be able to complete things. What do I mean? 
in the simplest things, it is important to finish. If you promise yourself you're going to send five emails for the day on certain days of the week, commit to that and do it to the fullest and complete it. Complete your tasks. Complete very simple tasks. You see, if you have a vision that for the whole year, let me give you an example. Let's say for the whole year, I said I want to impact over 50 women entrepreneurs digitally. The smallest tasks can lead to that goal. But if I don't complete those tasks, little things like sending emails, showing up to meetings that I I schedule with um, aspiring women entrepreneurs or established women entrepreneurs or scheduling certain partner meetings and having those partner meetings and actually following through with them and actually sending follow-up and actually following through and really nurturing those relationships, then it will be very difficult for me to really see consistency through my work. So I think it's important. The second C I, I wanted to really shed light on is completion. You can't complete what you don't start. You can't complete what you don't start. So you always got to start and you always got to stick it through and you have to kind of bring the circle all the way around and complete your work, complete stuff. It sounds very simple, but there's so many people, they'll start a task and then months later, it's like they didn't finish. Pick something, stick to it, complete it. Okay. The next thing I want to talk about is the importance, uh, the, the third C is collaborate. Find really smart people who don't think like you are smarter than you in other areas that you may not be smart in and work with them. One of the ways I win at life is I don't do anything alone when it comes to execution. God gives me the vision. I pray for the people who have similar heart for what he has called me to do. And I build consensus with people who have the same heart to do the work. So, You can't do things alone and be consistent. You can do small things and most likely be consistent. But if you're somebody who wants to do major, big things, you have to have a team. So it's important to really collaborate. At some point, you will burn out if you think you can do it all alone. Yes, there are certain things you can definitely do alone, but there's a lot of things that you're going to need people for. There is no such thing as a Uh, a a successful solo person who is impacting life on a large scale. That is the biggest fallacy we tell ourselves, that we have to do things alone. Yes, God has called you and only you for a specific assignment. However, he equips you with divine destiny helpers to accomplish that purpose. So you have to key into that. The fourth C I want to talk about is connection. You see, it is important that we as social impact leaders and entrepreneurs have a deep sense of connection to the work that we do. Connection ultimately fuels commitment. If you don't care about the work, it can be very difficult to commit. The reason I have been committed to showing up for African women and girls in spaces that probably aren't even necessarily worthy of my presence is because I feel a deep connection to that community. So there are certain times I will make sacrifices to be in certain spaces simply because there are African women in those spaces that I want to connect to. That is because there is a deep, unexplainable connection that I have to African women and girls. So if you're going to remain committed and you're going to remain consistent 
because that's what we're talking about here is consistency. You have to have a deep level of connection to the work that you're doing. It can't be surface. Surface work will lead to inconsistency. A lack of connection to your work will lead to inconsistency because the less you're connected to your work, the less you feel like doing it, the less you show up for your community, the less you really just do it because for whatever other reason, I don't know why people would do something that they don't care so much for, but you will end up being inconsistent because you don't care about the work. So I think that's important. I also want to talk about the fifth C, which is compassion. When you're consistent, consistency requires a certain level of discipline at a higher level that most people don't have. There are not a lot of people who can really stick with things for a long time. That's just the reality. That is why successful people are not necessarily people who are super smart. They're just people who have stuck it in the game and continue going and they wake up every day. They show up for what they believe in. They show up for their teams. They show up, they complete things and they do it every single day to the point where they get a deep sense of understanding of what they're doing and become better and better and better at it. That is the secret. The fifth C is compassion. Have compassion for yourself because the road to fulfilling your purpose is not an easy road. I talk a lot about this on Tea and Pepper Soup. You all know that because I'm somebody who deeply believes in the commitment of purpose and the importance of it, right? And so it's really important that we we keep an eye on this. We keep an eye on compassion for ourselves. Have compassion for yourself. What do I mean? I'm speaking about wellness and self-care. Having a wellness and self-care routine within your, your quest for consistency is critical. Consistency requires focus and tenacity. And along with that, sometimes you will feel burnt out. But burnout only comes when we aren't intentional about what we take on versus what doesn't belong on our plate. So when I'm talking about compassion, I'm not necessarily talking about having a spa day, which you very well could, or going for a jog, which you very well could, or having a cup of tea, which I love to do, or a bowl of pepper soup during the winter time when I need some comfort food. I'm talking about being compassionate to say no. Be compassionate to yourself by saying yes to yourself for the things you're able to do and be compassionate enough to yourself to say no to others for the things that you don't want to do. I'll give you an example. There are many projects that I get asked every single day to participate on and I don't say yes to all of them. There are many clients, prospective clients who reach out and want to engage with my work. And I don't take every single one of them on. There are many times when I'm called in on an email that has absolutely nothing to do with me. And I have to loop back with somebody on my team and say, I'm sorry, this has nothing to do with me. I believe somebody else on the team needs to handle this. Compassion comes in the form of knowing what you need to be healthy 
as a social impact leader and an entrepreneur to be able to push everything else off your plate that does not serve the people that you're serving and ultimately serve and fuels your energy and your spirit. So you have to be really tuned in to really understand what that looks like for you. So compassion is critical when we're talking about consistency. I wanted to spend a little bit of time to talk about the things that are really necessary and beneficial when you remain consistent in life. The first thing is, believe it or not, you get a lot of clarity when you're consistent. You know why? Because you show up every day and you do the same things over and over again for a particular project, for a particular organization, for a particular you know, product, for a particular service. At some point, you begin to gain more clarity around what is working and what is not working. So to me, I think one of the benefits of being consistent is that you learn so much and you gain clarity on what you can move forward and what you need to, to basically um, get rid of, right? So I think... Clarity is critical. I think, and definitely one of the benefits of remaining consistent, I think definitely that's an internal thing that you will feel. I think the other thing is just your own value, right? I think earlier I was reading something on social media and it said something like, when I ask you, when you ask me to do a job and I do it in 30 minutes, you're not paying me for the 30 minutes. You're paying me for the 10 years it took for me to build this skill or something like that. Doing something over and over again in a way that is excellent, in a way that is supported by multiple multi-diverse teams, et cetera, multifaceted people, and you're kind of the visionary behind it or co-visionary, et cetera, gives you a certain internal sense of value and assurance because you understand your worth. You understand what you know how to do. You're very clear about your gifts. You're very clear about your skills. And that ultimately builds your confidence as an impact leader. I think we take for granted this idea of confidence, but confidence is so critical. When I think of the women I met um, last week who I got to really connect with, one of the things that was very evident was that some of them didn't necessarily even see themselves as a leader because they didn't necessarily hold a position of power within their university. And I had to say to them, you know, not holding a position doesn't make you less of a leader, Right. If anything, it's more so about knowing what value sets you have, who, you know, what are the things that really make you stand out? What are the things that have have you used to really help you overcome challenges? And why are you still here? What are the things that have really enabled you to push through? For me, for instance, I know for a fact it's my tenacity and it's my discipline that has really allowed me to move um, this far along in my career. So you got to really know that. And I think one of the benefits of being consistent is you slowly begin to realize who you are. You have a stronger sense of self and a stronger sense of value. The third thing I want to talk about is that you are respected when you are consistent. 
I, when I started my work, I was in my early 20s. I started volunteering for an organization that led the global 16 days activism campaign. And I was a, I was an intern for two years. And then after that, I was hired for another two years to work with the organization as the interim campaign coordinator. And that was like almost 13 years ago. And I've been in the game since. And so there's certain things that maybe some people will go on the internet and research about certain aspects of violence against women or gender-based violence work or feminist economics or there's certain topic areas that I know at the back of my hand, not because I just woke up and I know it. It's because I've been doing this work for so long that there's certain things I literally can just reel off at the mouth because it's become so much a part of me. That has allowed me to have access to certain spaces and be able to share my journey and my story of my work because I am respected in certain spaces, whether it's kind of the African women's uh, philanthropic spaces, whether it's the African feminist spaces, whether it's kind of the gender and development circuit when it comes to young women, um, academic spaces as it relates to social entrepreneurship, um, etc. Spaces that, you know, speak of girls' work and girls' leadership, girls' rights work. So for me, like, I think that's a big deal when you are consistent. There is a level of respect that also comes from your community. People who are inconsistent don't necessarily get respected. I've seen so many people who all of a sudden want to start up an organization, all of a sudden want to start up a business, but like two days later decide, you know, like I can't carry forth with this. And I'm not speaking about like the idea of shifting gears or things just not working out. Sometimes things don't work out, but I'm speaking of the fact that you got to try things out before you decide they don't work out. And I see so many young people who, who say they want to do so many things all at once. And when they get stuck and there's a type of depression that kind of kicks in, from, uh, you know, paralysis of just not idea paralysis, they become very frustrated. Well, sis, you got to pick one thing and really focus on it and say, this is the thing I'm going to dedicate five years to. Start with five. Say for the first five years, here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going to accomplish. List those things out and just do them. Do them for five years. When you reach the five-year mark, maybe you might change your mind. You know, I'm not somebody who necessarily puts like, super hardcore timelines on things because I've learned that that comes back and bites you in different ways. But I try to be strategic on how I live out my career and my life. So I think it's important to think of your timing on things, you know, and I think when you're in something for the long run, it's easy to set kind of benchmark. Okay, in five years, here's where I'd like to see this platform. In five years, here's how I'd like to see my work impacting women and girls. In 10 years, here's what it would look like, right? And really being clear on those things, I think is critical. And this is where respect comes from. People see that you're not necessarily just doing this because you want applause. You're not necessarily doing this because, you know, it feels good to do it and you know you're doing this because you really care about this work right once you're in it for the long run 
um, what ends up happening is anyone else who isn't in it for the long kind of just floats away. I can't tell you how many people in my journey have done some crazy things um, for fame, for, you know, to ride off of glory, right? Like there's people sometimes who would come and say, hey, we want to, you know, feature your organization or we want to do X, Y, and Z. And later on you find out, you know, they're, they came around just to be associated with you or just to say that they volunteered for you and barely did anything, um, things like that. And really, you get to really, when you're in it for the long run, you also get to realize who is who. And I think that's another benefit. You get to really understand yourself, but you also get to understand people around you. And you get to learn the BS from the fake, from the real. And that's critical because... Really, like, honestly, you have to know how to sniff people out in your work so you don't waste time. So there's going to be people who really are just around to waste your time. And you have to know how to sniff those type of people out and really just shift them a bit to the side and just keep moving forward because those can easily be distractions. I would say that's definitely a benefit of being consistent is you learn who is in it for the long run. And then you kind of build a community and a tribe around um, yourself and those people, right? Um, I think the other benefit is you value your work more because you know how much time goes into it. Um, I think seeing how far God has brought me in this work makes me not take anything for granted. It makes me not take anyone's time for granted or anyone's work for granted, especially when I meet women and girls who are like dedicated and doing their thing and pushing forward, right? It makes me really value other people and it makes me value my work. It makes me say, you know, wow, like so much has happened. So much has gone into X, Y, and Z. And therefore there's a lot of value to the work that has been done, right? So those are some of the things I really wanted to share today. Um, and I thought, you know, it would be important to kind of bring to the pod we do have one question that I wanted to bring out. A person sent me the question via email and it says, how many years do I need to give my craft before I can begin to see the fruit? It says, see the fruit and sit on panels, attend events where I speak and have speaking engagements, etc." First and foremost, don't focus on that stuff. If indeed you want to have speaking engagements, I think that's great. But it sounds like the, the the person who sent this is much younger in their career. So I would really advise you to think, why is it that you want to do this work? Why are you in this work? Who are you trying to impact? How long do you see yourself being committed to this before you start thinking about panel discussions and speaking engagements and things like that? So I think work backwards instead of thinking of like, what the outputs of this could potentially be. I think it's fine to think of like what the outcomes could be and what the benefits could be for you. But I think you do yourself a disservice by thinking of your work in that way. Think of who, what problem you're trying to solve and who are you, are you trying to serve and really dig deep in your heart to think that this is something you want to do. Right. I think our society has really glorified. I talked about this in my last podcast. Society has really glorified this idea of speaking engagements, people sitting on panels, people traveling, people doing all kinds of stuff. And it's just like, but sis, are you doing the work? Are you remaining consistent? 
Are you remaining consistent or are you just out here sharing things just for people to clap for you? So I would say just do that. I would say really focus on what it is you're trying to do and dig deep into that. I mean, I do a lot of work with um, emerging leaders, young leaders, women in business, young women entrepreneurs around some of these things, um, really thinking of like who you are and where what your story is about and where you're trying to go and who you're trying to impact. So I would say definitely take the time to do that. You know, an overall tip I would give everyone is before you start any venture or anything you're trying to do, whether it's an organization, whether it's a career, whether it's a relate, whatever, think about what is it that I'm trying to bring to this space and then think about how can this space enable me to grow. So I really, truly hope this um, was good for you all. I hope you got some things out of this. I'm very big on consistency because you know what? I just see a lot of nonsense these days, but I also see a lot of greatness these days. And you got to be in it to win it. You got to be in the game with thick skin and you have to be willing to work. You have to be willing to be disciplined. You have to be willing to just bury your head down and work. And I think that's one of the things that has really helped me become successful in many ways in my career is that I'm willing to put my head down and just do the work and show up and complete things and bring people along and bring the vision along. So that's what I wanted to leave with you all, especially as you're thinking of closing out the year. What are some projects that you feel like you need to continue being consistent on? What are some projects you got to let go? Who are some people you got to say no to? What does 2020 look like for you? How are you going to remain consistent with that project? Write down three goals, three things that you want to see come to pass with that project for 2020. And how are you going to make that happen and start to slowly get to that? I hope you benefited from this. I truly hope that some of the tips that I shared on the five C's of consistency resonated for you. And as usual, it was always a pleasure. It is always a pleasure spending time with you all. As the weather's getting a bit colder on these sides of the world, I hope you are enjoying sipping on some tea and hopefully some type of soup. For me, it's pepper soup. Till next time, this is Moyatu Banyakista, and you're listening to Tea and Pepper Soup, the podcast. To listen to Tea and Pepper Soup, the podcast, you can check us out on Spotify, iTunes, or via my website at moyatubanya.com. Dot com. Please remember to leave us reviews, share with your community, share with your friends. If you think you want to be on our podcast as a guest, do reach out via email at moyatu.banya at gmail.com. Be well, be blessed. <laughs>